Welcome to episode eight of Whiskey Drinking Dad's Podcast. How the hell are you, Matt? Yeah, buddy. How's it going? It's going well. I'd like to uh, officially announce to all of our listeners that this has become a whenever the hell we get around to it podcast. This is no longer bi-weekly-ish, three-weekly-ish. It's, hey, Matt, what are you doing this afternoon? Let's uh, let's hop on. Was it ever bi-weekly-ish or that was like your original plan? It just never happened. I think that was what we were striving to do and then life happened. Yeah. It's just too much so, going on. It is. But anyway, to the... Uh, to the pleasure of all of our listeners out there across the world, as this is an international podcast, welcome to episode eight. International. That's cool. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, well, you knew that. We had Ireland before. Now it's Germany, Japan, believe it or not, um, and South America. Wow. Look at that. I love it. I would love to know how these people stumbled onto our little podcast up here. The only possible explanation is it was a huge accident. I, I, I tend to agree with you because th- there's only one listen. So it must have been like, hey, some guy in Ireland clicked the wrong thing and then got the hell off of it. Yeah, right. Whoops. <laughs> people, so, people in Ireland are always searching whiskey, though. So that makes sense. That, w- that, that makes yeah. sense for the Ireland. I can't figure out the guy in South America who even re- I don't even know how we would have come across that in his search feed in, in uh, Spotify or Apple podcast but hey hey buddy if you're listening out there man this is for you all right uh viva la brazil you know i mean hey so i feel like we're only doing this because you know you and i obviously talk uh, you know on the regular mostly mostly by text but i feel like there's a couple of things that you want to mock me about and that the whole reason that you pushed to record this thing today was just so you could mock me is that correct there well Yes and no. I will say there are quite a few things in our show nuts (laughs) that are basically just me mocking you to the world. But I'd like the first thing that we got to talk about here, though, and I think it's a credit to you is how you are an evil mastermind with wrong number text. And I think you just got to set the stage for the audience because I am in awe. I mean, this is like some Dr. Evil level mastery sarcasm. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you. So, yes. uh, So, we have a phone that has a, we we have a phone in our house that has a phone number attached to it that we don't use, right? It's like an old cell phone that has a number on it that was assigned to us that was clearly someone else's phone number. So we don't use the phone for anything but like internal like in the house data stuff. But people text it who think that it's someone's phone or was someone's phone. So I've got like six texts going on right now with random people who think that I'm the person who owns this phone number. Uh, and I communicate, I just text with these people on, on a regular basis, uh, back and forth. And they think that I'm whoever they think I am. Yes. And then you screenshot it and upload it to your Instagram <clears throat> stories. And might I say, I bailed out of pretty much all social media, at least using it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But I will be damned if I give up reading Matt Wilson Carey Cass's stories with this text combo. And for those of you that haven't, you need to jump on this train. Can you give an example, Matt? Because this is just, it, it's really God's work, what you're doing. Yeah. Um, let me thank you. God's work. Wow. Uh, here's one um, person says, uh, I think we're in choir together. And I said, I think you're right, but my throat hurts from all the rehearsal. I think I need a break. I need some Ricola, like those dudes high up on the mountain with those didgeridoos or whatever the heck you call those things. And then they said, what? And I said, you've never seen that commercial? Ricola. And they said, oh, those. I was kind of confused as to the context. Also, are you sure you have the right number? Just to double check. <laughs> and I They're said, on to you, Matt. And I said, yeah, is this 860? Da, 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 da. 
And they said, yeah. And I said, well, it's the right number then. My throat, oh my, my throat feels better. I Ricola really works. <laughs> like I'm really sticking with the Ricola thing. Um, and then they said today, is this S? I'll make up the name. Is this Sarah? And I said, in this crazy world, I don't really know who I am anymore. Do any of us really? I'm thinking about getting a pet baby pig. <laughs> this one hasn't, I haven't shared this one on Instagram yet. This just happened. This is the development from uh, nine o'clock this morning. That's very And busy. this has been, and you've dragged this person along for the better part of a week. Am I right? It's Tuesday, September 1st. They sent me the, I think we're in choir together text. Oh my God. So this has been going on quite a while. Yeah. And then I have another person who I think is on to me also. Um, like she wrote me and said, what PD, what PDF is she talking about? And I said, the one from Mrs. Thompson, I think, to be honest, not sure though, but I used all the shorthand like TBH. I said, though, T-H-O, you know, like the kids speak. And then like a month later, she said, are you doing in-person school or full online? I said, ugh, toughest period, decision period, ever period, right? And then she said, for real, because you don't want to get COVID, but it's really hard to learn online. And I said, exactly, but sometimes- It is really hard to learn online. Funny you say that. I said, exactly, but sometimes it's like, what's wrong with the little COVID, right? I mean, I really want to go to school and I'm dying to go to the movies and get some junior mints. Mama needs some junior mints. <laughs> and they said, uh, yeah, I like junior mints. Uh, and then she said, I'm going to I'm thinking about dropping out of school. Do you want to come along too? And I was like, mm, I think they're on to me now. Cause who would randomly talk about dropping, dropping out of school. And they, today's youth probably would talk about dropping out of school. You don't know where this person is. And they said, can we do, can we drop out and, and do the plan we made in sixth grade? And I said, wait, what is that the one where I have to hide the body? And they said, no, it's the one where we steal a car and move to New York. And I said, oh, that one. That's when we become Times Square SpongeBob performers, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you I can't I go to New York. You can't go to New York. That's where the COVID yeah. is. So I got like six of those going on right now. And I, um, I, I, I try and let them go on for a little while and then screenshot them and post them on my Instagram. Uh, but it's, I'm finding it to be confusing which parts of which text I've already shared on Instagram. So I have to wait until it's all done and then post it. Otherwise, that's too much. It's getting too... I can't manage all the content on my personal Instagram page. It's getting to be too much. I need a helper or something. I I think I am here for you. I am going let's, to let's designate put, myself to be your assistant. Let's put them on the Whiskey Drinking Dad's uh, Instagram page. Let's do it. And let's also... You know, you got to take it to another level with one of these. You got to be like, hey, I'm having a really bad hair day. How about you? <laughs> yeah. And then when they send you a picture of their hair, you got to send them a selfie back. And they're like, wait, who the hell are you? I sent, I like that one. I sent one of them a picture of a toe. I went on a whole thing about having toe fungus. Oh God. I remember that was what, that was the one that actually, I showed that to almost everyone in my workplace. <laughs> Did you? Yes. I think I'm trying to find it. I sent her a picture of a big, of like, I found a picture of a, of a, um, you know, a fungusy toe on the interweb and sent it to the person is like, should I get this checked out? And they were like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! What's wrong with your foot? It looks like it's about and the picture you had looked like it was gangrene. It didn't look like it was fungus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It looked like it was about to fall off. I was like, should I go to urgent care? And they were like, yeah, you should. So I told a friend of mine at work about this whole scam you got going on, and he said, uh -huh. yeah, I do the same thing with the warranty phone calls. I said, what? Now 
I happen to drive a company car. I don't own a car that would need a warranty, right? So right. I, I said, I kind of I kind of think this could be funny. So the guy, I happened to get a call about a week later for the warranty. And he says, you got to go through the whole thing. You got to do like the Bart Simpson game where you give him some, you know, stupid name and he doesn't realize it until he reads you back and see what happens. So the guy goes through the whole thing, the whole spiel. And I said, yeah, I'm interested. And they said, oh, great. Well, I'm going to get your name and I'm going to transfer you to the next apartment. And he said, you know, what's your last name? And I was, now granted, this is kind of a rookie one to do, but Kaholic. Well, can you spell that for me? Yeah. C-O-H-O-L-I-C. Okay, Mr. Kaholic. Great. Um, and what's your first name? Al. <laughs> do you mind if so i'm thinking like i'm dead to rights right now yeah, right? right i mean this guy's gonna, and he goes uh do, do i have the okay to call you al and i said yeah sure he goes okay al i'm gonna transfer you to the next apartment so the next i waited on hold like a good 12 minutes and the <laughs> this guy, is great use of your time yeah. by the way so so the guy comes back on and he goes hi mr alcoholic and then all of a sudden there's a dead silence and the guy just starts busting out laughing and he goes is that your real name and i said <laughs> sir I am offended. Yes, that is my name. Now, can you please tell me which car is available for me to put a warranty on? And he said, well, the one that you drive. And I said, well, I drive a company car. And he goes, well, does your company want a warranty? <laughs> wow. that's, man, that's a good recovery on that guy's part. I was actually listening to his whole spiel. I'm like, wow, this guy's not going to let this thing die. And I said, well, the company car actually is from a car dealership. So it's under warranty. And he goes, so then why are you calling us? And I said, well, that's the funny thing. You called me. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes wait a minute, I'll alcohol. He's like, this is a prank, isn't it? And I said, well, I figured since you guys drunk dial so many people, so many people all day long, it was worth you guys getting pranked once or twice. And the guy starts laughing at me. And he goes, sir, have a good day. Oh, that's awesome, man. I wish there was a way to record that. He was a good sport about it. I was actually kind of, and then I actually felt, I don't say I felt bad, but I'm like, man, if this guy missed a sale on the other line, because I'm just messing with him, that's kind of sucks. But at the same time, I'm sure they get that all the time, man. I wish you could record that. Can you, is there a way to do that on an I iPhone? Don't, uh, if there is, I'm not really sure. I know you can screen record. But you, I don't know you, how you probably can't play it back anyway. There's probably some like two double consent recording thing or something. No. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, you will when Whiskey Drinking Dads gets served a court order. From the warranty company that is looking for alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good play. I would think that, I mean, what's the best about doing that is that it like seems to have taken up 15 minutes of your day is what the best part is about that. Well, I had 15 minutes. It was 15 minutes that I had to spare. And I think it was worth every second of the entertainment. Well well spent. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like if you picked up a hobby, like you recently have picked up a hobby, right? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I I picked up a hobby. And what is that? Mountain biking. Mountain biking. I've picked up a mountain biking hobby, but I broke my bike. I'm excited for you though. It's like, you know, you're getting in shape. It's exercise. You're getting out with the fam. You're doing some stuff. I don't go with the fam. I go myself. Oh, well, and my but buddy. you broke it. You broke it already. I broke my mountain bike. Yeah. My buddy and I went to a, um, you know, like I'll go like trail riding with uh, my six year old or we'll go riding at the park or whatever. But then my buddy I and think I, you need to, I think you need to really define trail riding to the audience with the six year old. Cause I like, when you say trail riding, I'm thinking woods, you bring a machete, you cut your own trail. No, you're riding on like a paved, like, trail in a state park no like the no like the rail trail that's in um uh um steep rock is not paved it's like you know dirt and leaves and you know 
Okay, fair enough. Fair it's a trail. Enough. We go we'll go on paved like rail trails in the Hudson Valley and stuff, but but I don't take him mountain biking like over rocks and roots and stuff. It's like off roading, but it's not like down the side of a hill. Yeah, it's probably uh, a good decision. Um, but I will do that with my buddy Joe, and we went to um, Huntington Park and Bethel and Reading, and it was way mountainy. It was way above our skill level and above the ability of my Walmart bike. And oh I busted it on the trail. And then I fixed it myself and then busted it again on the next how, time I rode it. How did you get that thing out of the trail after you broke it? I'm curious. Uh, well, the, the wheels moved, but the handlebars were issues. So I just had to like kind of balance it. And I didn't have the right tool with me. I, I previously had a tool that I could have used to fix the handlebar issue, but I removed that tool from my bag because I swapped out my backpack to a, a, um, a camelback water thing and removed some tools for weight and then had removed the tool that could have fixed the issue that I then had, but didn't have the correct tool to fix. Mm. Now, you see, my thing with the whole biking, I just, I can't wear the clothes that go along with the biking. Like the, like the spandex and the, oh, that's the road. spandex. That's road biking. I don't and know. then there's spandex. There's more. There's a lot of spandex with bicycling. Not in mountain biking. There's not. Uh, I kind of lump it all together though. Oh, no. I bought a pair of mountain biking cargo shorts that have like 87 pockets on them. And then I just wear a t-shirt and socks and some shoes with some grip on the bottom. So you have grip on your pedal. Don't you wear the shoes that click in to the mountain bike? No, I'm not at that skill level yet. Oh, I don't I, even know if that's a mountain biking thing. It is. And nobody buys pedal clips for their bike that they bought at Walmart for $175 two years ago. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. That is now in my yeah. garage, but not, not rideable. See, when you were telling me that you were biking, I'm getting this visual of you with like the sleek helmet and the zipper spandex. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like, no, no, no. Like he's going to get, you know, he's going to go on the trail. Like, I just don't get it. Like there's a difference. That's why I run because running, you just two shoes, you go anywhere you want to do it. You do it. You don't have to travel, put the bike in the car, go to someplace, worry about ticks and cougars and, you know, all this other stuff that can get on you while you're biking. And then the spandex is, it's just, it's a whole thing. That stuff can get on you when you're running. Not on a road. It seems like your hang up is with spandex and I don't wear spandex. Spandex right. is road biking, which I won't do because that's how you die because mm. you're riding too close to the cars and people don't know how to drive. And they're not paying attention when they're driving. And I don't, I know I'm not all about that. I um, do find that having to put your bike in the car and drive it somewhere is annoying, but I live, I mean, Steep Rock is six minutes from my house. Hidden Valley, six minutes from my house. Huntington took me a half hour to get there, but I went on a Sunday morning at like eight o'clock and it was fine. Um, my buddy can ride right out of his condo where he lives, which makes him use his bike more because I got to put mine in my trunk and go somewhere, which is, like you said, I got to take out the car seats, put down the seats, get my bike in there, get my helmet, get my camel back, get in the car, drive somewhere, take it all out, put it on. That's kind of a hassle, but um, I like it. I'm losing a little weight. It's fun to do. It's quiet hey, and peaceful out there. Good for you, bud. I just, I, I don't know. It's I an expensive hobby though, man. I bought a new bike. Holy cow. Yeah. By the way, your wife listens to this, so you may not want to uh, go too in depth on how expensive it was. I told her how expensive it was. It just was a number that was a little, a little just, off. Yeah. It was just, you just left off a zero. No problem. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Love you. 
Yeah, that's good. It's fine. No, it, we. So I have a. I got a buddy Matt who is another buddy Matt really? who is a who is this guy? He's a a beer snob, and he listened to the beer snob episode and Uh-oh. was like, "Dude, come on, bro! Like, you know, you don't you don't know what you're talking about." He's also an avid road biker, bikes like sixty miles, and I have a feeling he's going to listen to this one and be like, "Dude, what? I don't like you anymore." Like, <laughs> you're he's basically. Just- <laughs> Yeah, really? So you're basically insulting everything he does. You're basically insulting my entire being. Does he by chance like pumpkin coffee? Uh, oh, God, I hope not. Oh, my God. Speaking you of which. Just, you basically just told him he's a terrible person. Yeah, and he does do the spandex when he does the bike. Hey, so at least I'm your favorite, Matt. We got that going. Yeah, we got that going. But no, the pumpkin, I don't even know if the pumpkin, uh, I guess it's the season, right? I mean, we kind of talked about that last time. But yeah, I, I have not luckily heard anyone talking or anyone bringing me a pumpkin spice latte to work, which happened a lot last year and really irritated me. I guess word has gotten out that you don't like pumpkin spiced anything. You sent me a picture of, um, uh, pumpkin. What was it? You texted me a picture of pumpkin, something that you saw that you're like, this has to stop. The heck oh was God. It? Pumpkin was a I think pumpkin? it was pumpkin flavored, pumpkin spice flavored Oreos. Yeah. Oh my God. We have a, a, um, a uh, mutual friend on Twitter who likes pumpkin flavored Oreos. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. They they also have pumpkin spice flavored Twinkies. Let's get Dawn Bartlett Murphy on the show and she, she see if she can justify her like of pumpkin flavored Oreos. I yeah, I don't know. You, she can attempt to justify it, but the bottom line is she's wrong. I'd like to hear her try though. I mean, because wrong. can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. No, there are certain, and no, just no. There's, I tried to like convince myself there for a half a second that maybe she could make it work, but no, it's just, is there like good. pumpkin, like, you know how they have like, like uh different Cheerio flavors or they have like blueberry Cheerios. Is there like pumpkin Cheerios? I believe there is now. I, yeah, I, I think, I think is. there is. That's I think gross. I walked by them in the store last week. That's gross. Oh God. No, I'm not, I, I'm not a cereal guy either way, but that's not, well, let me ask you this. What about um, like at Christmas when they break out the like peppermint, like uh, like my wife bought a little thing of like peppermint flavored creamer. I'm out. And then Starbucks, they have like a peppermint latte. Nah, just take my coffee. Thanks. You don't do that either? No. Nah. I mean, I like the way it smells. Like if you walk into like, you know, Starbucks and they've got it brewing, it smells nice. Right. But I don't want to drink it. No, I'm good. Mm. No, thanks. Hey, let me ask you, did you ever had a manicure? Uh, I've ever had a manicure once the week before my wedding. So no, I, I so a guy at work yesterday, manicure, pedicure. Yeah. So I, well, I, I guess it's like a, I mean, I know women get manicures, pedicures. I, I happen to like when women have freshly painted and sure. nice and clean nails. However, looking at this work associate of mine and I noticed his nails were a little shiny. So I said, Hey, what's up with your nails? Do you put polish on them? Or are you trying to stop biting? I, I, in my ignorance, I thought he put the stuff on to make you stop biting your fingernails. So that's a good assumption. He goes, he goes, he goes, nah, I got my manicure yesterday and I had him polish them up. Like they did my toes too. And I kind of sat there for a second and look, I don't care. People do whatever you want. I mean, you know, I, I say live and let live. Right. But I, I kind of looked at him funny and he goes, what? You don't think a man should get a manicure and a pedicure? And I said, I got a whole lot of issues with that, to be honest. Yeah. I said, <laughs> let's, I said, let's put aside the overtones of the manicure and pedicure. Okay. Let's talk about the cleanliness of the manicure and pedicure. I said, that's where it really starts for me. Yeah. You let 
and I'm assuming it is a fine woman or man that did his nails and feet. I'm like, but you let this person put your feet in a tub where other people's feet have been. Well, that's gross. And then they touched your feet after they touched someone else's feet. And then they touched your hands with your feet. I'm like, so it seems to me like you should have gone. Number one, you shouldn't have gone in the first place. But number two, you should have left there and taken a bath in Purell like after you left the facility. Yeah. So I said, and let, that doesn't even begin to start with like now you're walking around with nail polish. Yeah. And look, if you're, look, listen to me, if you're out on the town and we're, and you're, you know, doing the, the, I don't know what the things are, but the, uh, the review at like the city and you're Dan and you want to do the whole thing of hey, to each his own. Right. But you're just like dressed in regular work clothes, a shirt and a tie and you got painted nails. It's kind of, kind of looks a little awkward. Right. I don't know what you're trying to say there about the city. I'm not sure. You what. Know, I could, well, no, I couldn't think what are the things where they do the, uh, the drag queen thing, like a burlesque show. Yeah, burlesque drag queens. Right. Yeah, you know, like you wanna you wanna throw the wig on and knock yourself out. I don't care, you know. But you know, time and place. I I just I felt like it was a little out of place that you would have polish on your nails. Yeah. At work as a guy. I don't know. Have you ever have you ever had a manicure? No. Yeah, but you're from the south. Okay, and I don't know. You guys down there, those people from the south, are all too like. I'm doing that. You know, like. Like was that, that was a good, pretty good impression of someone from the South, wasn't it? I mean, that was kind of how I felt I was coming across yesterday. But I'm like, <laughs> I was like, let me just say, that's not how I'm coming across. I'm just very confused of how you were okay with the sanitization, especially yeah. with COVID. And secondly, the fact that it just doesn't make sense for the time and place of what you were doing. Like, like you said, you go into your wedding, makes sense, right? You want to, yeah. you want to look nice and cleaned up. You had a big meeting. This is just like a normal yeah. Monday afternoon thing. That's just, it struck me odd. And I wanted to know if I was the only one, maybe I'm not. I wanted to have it done because I knew they'd take pictures of your fingers up close with like your rings and everything at your yeah. wedding. And then I wanted to have my toesies look nice for my honeymoon when I was no, in that, Mexico. It makes a hundred percent sense. But I'm just, I wouldn't have it done tomorrow it. because I have a meeting the week after, like that seems a little, and it's, you know, it's not, it's, it's, you know, I don't, and then, like you said, aside from that, like, first of all, I wouldn't do it now at all because of the COVID. And even before that, I'm not a huge fan of feet, like sitting there watching the person's next to me getting it done. I'd be like, Whoa. like, I don't like feet anyway. Um, I did make a smart ass comment. I was like, so let me ask you this. Do you drink White Claw? He <laughs> <laughs> right? was like, White Claw? What's White Claw? Said, never mind. Never mind. You missed the point. Never mind. I just, I just left it alone. Did you ask to see his toes? I did not, as a matter of fact, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know. my I don't God. Know. Can you imagine that? And what do you mean that you guys from the South? Speaking of that, do you know what a turducken is? Turducken? No. Oh, so maybe it is only a Southern thing. So a turducken is like a half boned out turkey with a duck inside of it, deboned, and a chicken inside of the duck deboned with stuffing inside Whoa. of that. Okay, hold on. So it's three things. So it's the turkey. It's a turkey. That has a duck and a chicken shoved in it. And then stuffing. And if you want, if you don't want to use stuffing, you can use sausage or jambalaya. That's disgusting. You don't even know. You've never had it. You don't even know what it is. How do you cut it up though? How do you eat it? Isn't there like all kinds of like, like, you know, you don't eat the whole turkey. Eat- As I said, it's partially deboned. So it's almost like a meat roll. Right. <laughs> So that makes it sound a lot tastier. <laughs> listen, listen, honey, we're having brought, a meat roll for dinner. 
I brought this up to a, a few neighbors of mine at the fire pit the other night, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. And my wife was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's only a Southern thing. And I'm like, no, people know what turduckins are. I don't know. I've never heard of it. All right. So it's basic. All right. So you get big turkey, right? Yep. Big turkey. Yep, gobble, right? gobble. Yep, yep. And then you shove a duck right up in that thing, right? All right. Yep. You I take get some, it. You take some of the inside bones out. You shove the duck all up in there. Then you clear the inside bones out of the duck. Right. Then you shove the Cornish game hen right up in there. You take the, or you can use chicken breast if you want to be like no bones at all. Right. Right. Then you shove some stuffing or some jambalaya in there and you bake that son of a gun. Jeez. That's a lot of shoving. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, too- if, you, if you look at it this way, I like, I like Turkey. I like yeah. duck. I like duck. Yeah. I like game hen or chicken and I like stuffing. So I like all those things, but it doesn't seem like I'd want a roll of it stuck on my plate, but I have to then pick through to eat. In the words of Joey from Friends, meat, good. Turkey, good. <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> yeah, all right. That makes a good point. All right. Have, so you, ever made, event? have you ever made it? Oh, we're going to make one now, this year. Can I have, I have some? Never made, I have never made one myself. I have eaten one. I have never made one. I like it. So this year, we're going to attempt it. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it shipped up here in dry ice. Why not just buy those things and make it? I got a turkey. I got a turkey in my freezer downstairs right now. Coach Chris can get you a duck, and then you can buy the chicken at the at Big Y. Done. Yeah, I don't really know like what bones to take out to make it all. Oh, you don't want to do right. any. You don't want to do any of the work. <laughs> I don't. You know, I'm not sure if I have the whole day off on Thanksgiving. Right. So I don't know how much. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna order the one that's already pre-done, and then I, but it'll all be raw. I mean, it's not gonna be cooked. You gotta cook it. You can order a turducken? Dude, do you not know what you can order on CajunGrocer.com? You can order a full alligator skinned out with all of the flesh on. I've never been on CajunGrocer.com. You want turtle meat? I'll get you some turtle meat. I don't know. I kind of want a turducken, I think. Well, we're ordering one, but no, nah, you, you should hey, go Cajun to Cajun Gro- Grocer. Cajun Grocer yeah. is in Metairie. I go to, I've, yeah. been to, I've been to Metairie. Dude, it's no, the place is no joke. That's where I get all the stuff every year for the Mardi Gras party. Is it? I have a client in Metairie. I was just there like the week before Mardi Gras this year. I yeah, love that there you area. Go. Swing in. Oh, they have, the, they have the best. Um, I was at a, I went to a crawfish boil when I was there. It was awesome. I love the food down there. You get some boudin? I did not. Oh, look at this. Turducken with cornbread stuffing. I told you. 15 right pounds. 15 pounds. $95. Does that include shipping? It, no, no, shipping. You guys get I get it the dry ice in the cooler. There you go. Cajun dinner to Durkin Turducken gift cooler. One eighty nine. Is that for the cooler? The cooler's one eighty nine? No, it's probably the, the whole thing. Holy cow. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, check if you're on the website, check out the whole gator. You can order a full gator with the head still on it. If you want to roast it or have it for like a centerpiece on like a table for a crawfish boil. Fifteen pound turducken. Plus turducken with Creole pork and cornbread, cornbread dressing, dressing for your cornbread. Cornbread dressing is dressing. Sweet potato casserole, New Orleans style bread pudding. New Orleans style bread pudding. I apologize to everyone from the South if you're listening to him pronounce New Orleans. That's not New Orleans. Oh God, stop. Um, Wow, dude, you can order. This is crazy. This is where you get your boudin, boudin, boudin for, for, for Mardi Gras. I'm pretty sure that my mother is going to slap you when she meets you. Can I get fried? Uh, can I get, um, um, what are the, what, are, what do I like? Is it oysters? It's the, it's famous from that restaurant at the hotel in, in New Orleans down by the water. Um, 
uh, flame broiled, broiled, fried. Is that oysters? Mussels? No, they do the oysters. They they broil them on the grill. Yeah, but you see the flames coming up. Yeah. Can I get those down from this place? Uh, I don't think you'd want to get them like pre-made and then warm them up. I don't think that would be. Oh, charbroiled oysters. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, it's from the restaurant. Drago's. That's where I went. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to like it seven days later. They ship right? them. I don't yeah. Know. They're $107 and my wife won't eat them. So I'll basically be spending $107 for me to eat something that doesn't taste quite as, quite as good as it does at the restaurant. It's probably $157 by the time you ship it, bud. All right, I'm out. All right, you're out. But all right, but so back to the turducken. Um, let me know how it is or wrap me up some leftovers. I'm going to have to take a picture and post it to one of the uh, social pages for Whiskey Drinking Dad. I need to try it. If it's really good, then I'll do it next Thanksgiving. No, I think it's definitely, it's, I think it's going, I mean, I've had it before, so I know I like it, but I just don't know how it's going to be like, I, know, I never cooked like a full turkey myself unless fam- I fried it. Is your family going to like it? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the only one eating it, as a matter of fact. Unless you fried it. It's, it's another South thing. All right, fry my, let's fry our turkey. You know how good a fried turkey is? It's fried up. Yeah, you know how dangerous it is to fry a turkey? It's dangerous if you're a moron. <laughs> if you if you know how to do basic things in life, like not kick over the frying stand while the bird is frying. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to burn down the condo complex. This is like five years ago. I was like, well, this is this is not going to end well. No, it's, 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 you drop the thing in there, 50 minutes later, you take it out, you're done. It's the easiest thing you've ever but done. But you have to buy a special fryer later just for this? Uh, I mean, I happened to have it. I didn't have to buy it. But can extra, you, cause, can you use it in other times during the year? Or is it only for a turkey? Yeah, like I had mine for frying shrimp. So I had shrimp, uh, crawfish, chicken wings. Like I had a big, you know, uh, pot and then I had the low, uh, heater for the propane tank. So you connect it to the propane little you scratch your little flint the flame comes on you put your oil in your uh put it right on top and then you just cook it up do it outside i'm assuming yes yes Matthew, <laughs> you do it outside <laughs> all right then interesting yeah, so it's gonna be a hell of, you know what and you're not the everybody says that's such a southern thing like well okay well it's still turkey <laughs> the fry yeah it is turkey but who thinks to fry it oh let's fry it up i don't get i don't got i don't got time the day before to prepare it let's fry it up oh shoot did you know that today's thanksgiving quick grab the fryer <laughs> look it's like oh i forgot now i gotta Listen, cook this in an hour and a half everybody's always saying people from the south are so slow and they don't move at the space of the new yorkers we're so fast hey buddies new york get out of my way i've got time hey, hey, hey. yeah well we ain't got seven hours to cook a damn turkey we drop it in the fryer and we go on about our life is it good Oh, it's the best. It's so, I, I I never feel how to say this word appropriately, but it's very moist. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> oh, and I just creeped out all the women listeners. Did you fry, a tur- did you fry your turkey last year? Yeah. And so the year you, so you that, always year fry it. That. Wow. Uh, probably for the past six or seven years. Yeah. See, and I'm from the North. I don't know anybody that fries a turkey. Hmm. I think you would like it. Actually, I know you would like it. Because it's good. That's why, Matthew. Mm. Just it's almost as good as watching the CW network. Yeah, what's on what's on the CW? Aren't they all like vampire shows? The Listen. C, it's all like during, uh, t- first of all, CW is for teenage girls. Just I so will you know. concede I will concede the fact that the CW is for teenage girls, but I will not concede the fact that when I started watching binge watching shows in quarantine, 
that I was found these like vampire shows and didn't realize until 20 episodes deep that they were all from the CW and then therefore that the CW was a teeny bopper girl network. Oh, so your, your defense is that you found these shows on Netflix, didn't know they were CW shows, therefore you liking them is okay because you didn't know they were CW shows and you started watching them. 100%. As a matter of fact, if you started watching Vampire Diaries, I no. think you would really like it. Dude, I'm not watching a show that has the word diaries in the name of the show. That's Your, your excuse doesn't work for that. Diaries. You, all right, so maybe you know I have a few- Diaries? 15-year-old girls. Listen- just because I have a few guilty pleasure shows is nothing to be ashamed of. Like you watch Big Brother for crying out loud. How did you know that? Because you post about it. Big Brother, got to watch Big Brother tonight. They're, they're going to spy on them in their rooms. Like it's creepy. Listen, I'm on, I'm part of Big Brother Nation on Twitter and me and the other Big Brother Nation people like to discuss Big Brother on the Twitter. I think it is the goofiest thing ever. All right, let's, so let's put some cameras in a house with a bunch of 25-year-old, you know, people that don't have jobs, and they all happen to be like, you know, all the guys are completely ripped, you know, Hulk Hogan-looking dudes, and all the women, you know, are sitting around in bikinis all day long. Yep. Yeah, and let's just see what happens. Well, what do you think's going to happen? Well, I will tell you, they're all horrible people. There's not one huh. person that's on that I like. First of all, who has three months free just to do something? Somebody who doesn't have a job, uh, somebody who doesn't, who's okay with not seeing their family for three months, which, you know, sounds great, like a good idea at the onset, but in reality, it's not that cool. Um, or a bunch of people who just want to be on TV as much as possible. They're really all terrible people. I don't like anybody that's on it this year, but I love the show. Love it. It's on three nights a week. Tonight it's on, tomorrow's the live vote and eviction. Cannot wait. In fact, the live vote and the eviction. In fact, I got invited tomorrow night to be on a podcast for work, like my day job, like my work thing at nine o'clock tomorrow night. They call it the think tank. And I got invited to do it last week and I backed out. The Hold last on a second. Did you say nine o'clock at night? Yeah. They invited you to work to start working after your work day's over at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, but listen to me. It's called the Thirsty Thursday Think Tank, and you drink whiskey while you're doing it. Everyone drinks whiskey while they're doing it. So Okay, was, but it's not at a bar happy hour where they supply the food and drink. No, I'm like in my garage drinking whiskey as a guest. And they're not letting you expense the whiskey for said think tank. My company would not appreciate that. Probably not. Yet they want me to engage in a company brainstorming session at 9.00 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time well, on not, a weeknight. It's not my company. It's a different company. And they invite me on as a guest. Oh, oh a very honored company. guest. A very honored guest. Don't so, they know that's like bedtime? So I backed out at the last minute last time because I didn't want to miss the live vote and eviction. Wow. Um, because you want to see who gets evicted from the Big Brother house, hosted by Julie Chen Moonves. Oh, Julie Chen. I mean, she's one of the best premier reality show kicker offer eviction host around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Julie Chen Moonves. She's awesome. Um, you're saying you don't watch Big Brother? I do not. I've never seen one episode. This year's uh, All-Stars? I don't know, like any of them. I've never seen one episode of Big Brother. I've never seen one episode of Survivor. I've never watched an episode of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars. Ah! What about Amazing Race? That's awesome. Never seen it. That premieres tonight. I can't wait to watch that. I got two hours of TV ahead of me tonight. I got Big Brother followed by the premiere of The Amazing Race. Phil Kogan. You don't like Phil Kogan on The Amazing Race? No idea who that Stay is. Stay tuned for scenes from my next episode. He's from New Zealand. Got that. All, all I know is I did actually Google Dancing with the Stars because that damn Carol Baskin... 
She was on there and she killed her husband. And now she's on <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. I was rotting in jail. That damn Carol Baskin. <laughs> she was on? How far did she get? I, uh, I I don't know. I just Googled. Somebody told me she was on. So I Googled Carol Baskin Dancing with the Stars. And, yo, check the uh, ultimate shade. Her ex-husband's family, who she, we all know who she murdered and fed to her lines. Um, her family took out advertising time on the commercial break, I believe before her dance asking for a reward. If anybody had found or had any information leading to the death of her ex-husband. Oh my God. That's epic. That is the ultimate shade. I found that clip when I was uh, Googling to see if she was in fact on the show. And apparently she was, and she was kicked off. This person about to dance is a murderer and we'd like some help in catching them. And here's their (laughs) dance. Boy, she really killed that one. Huh, Marv? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, what a great country. You can be famous. Yeah, and it's like O.J. Simpson. The guy's like huge on Twitter now, making videos on the golf course. What a great country. Meanwhile, it's just, it's just, meanwhile, I'm pretty sure that Bronco sold for something stupid, like $1 million at one of the auctions. Oh, my God, that's insane. Yeah, I can't somebody believe, owns that Bronco. I can't believe that he's big on Twitter now. That makes no know. sense. People, I've never read, I got to read the comments. There's a hundred, I'm sure people kill him in the comments. Of his, oh, they have to. You know, like, hey, man, killer post. Oh, you know, like, I'm sure people go nuts. I'm going to find out. Um, so, okay, so you watch, you've been watching girly shows on the... Uh, I, I mean, CW. look, I didn't get a manicure or a pedicure, okay? So I just want to watch a little Vampire Diaries, you know, at night every now and then. You know, no big deal. I think there's something wrong with that. I'm not sure what drink, it is. But. Drink some drink some straight whiskey and see what's going on, you know? I mean, there some of these guys who are original vampires and they can't be killed. Unless you have a white oak steak. Vampires? Yeah. I don't know. No, about, not I, your I, thing? No, nah, it's not my thing. All right. Well, I mean, you keep watching Julie Chin, you know, uh, Simpson over there and watching people get evicted. Hey, how's the, um, how was the distance learning going in your house? Uh, distance learning is going, oh, here we go. Can I just comment on this real quick off subject? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the OJ Simpson Twitter and he posted a video of like, you know, what his weekend was like at the golf course. And uh, somebody replied, some killer analysis there, Juice, really shoving it in the necks of those big shot ESPN guys. Like, I'm sure it's just people making murder references. Ah, I feel like now I need to follow him and just make murder references on every post. Someone says you got to do your own podcast. Because that's what the world needs is another podcast. uh, Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. Wow. OJ Simpson, murder your wife. Get out of jail, beat some guy up, steal your memorabilia back, go to jail, get out of jail, and become a celebrity. What a world. This guy says, hey, good job on the ninth hole, like a hot knife through butter. (laughs) (laughs) And then on top of that, just like the Carol Baskin situation, her family has to see this going on out there in the world. Oh, God, poor people. Wow. Anyway, what was your question again? Oh, distance learning. How's that going for you? Uh, It's kind of... uh, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit out of it because I'm in a different part of the house uh, working, but um, it's like my wife is a first grade teacher now, basically. Oh, that's good. Yeah, which is good. I mean, she didn't go to school for it, but she's doing pretty good at it. And, um, but my son knows how to use Google Meets better than I do now. I would agree with that. So does my son. But it's, um, I want them to go back to school at some point. I, I've it's also found... They cheat when they do the so like look, I'm at work all most of the days anyway. Right? So I'm home one day and I stay um 
hey, buddy, you know, it's like 1030. I just got back from the gym. Hey, buddy, how's school going? He's got his nothing. He's just sitting there. I said, he said, I'm done. I said, what do you mean you're done? I was like, I'm pretty sure like the, I was like, I don't know. I didn't check the 97th email they sent me about the meets and all the curriculum. Mm -hmm. I said, but I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be done at 1030. Yeah. And he goes, no, dad, I'm done. And like you just said, he knows how to use the Google meets and the Google software a lot better than I do. So he pulls this thing up and I'm looking at it and it's almost like a PowerPoint. Yeah. Right. Yep. And he shows me his slides and he goes, look, I read all the slides. So I go, okay. So I'm reading the slides myself and I'm like, son, these are questions and there's a place to type an answer. Yeah. And you didn't leave any answers. And he goes, yeah, I'm done. I read them all. And I said, <laughs> son, there's a button here that says turn in your work. And he goes, yeah, I clicked it. Oh, and I said, and I said uh, Cole. And he goes, yeah, dad. And I said, you know, you had to actually do the work before you clicked the button. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah. And I said, so why didn't you put the work on there? He goes, I did it all in my head. <laughs> I said, all right. I said, buddy, let's, why don't we go back through this and you can put all the work on the slides and then click the turn it in. And then your teacher can see everything you did. And he goes, looks me dead in the eye and he goes, but dad, I already did all the work. <laughs> He's six. I'm like, man, the six-year-olds are already finding ways to get around to doing the distance learning. He's gaming the system already. Totally gaming the system. He signs in for his like 9 a.m. So they take attendance and yeah. then scrolls through the slides and then slams the things shut. I'm ah. done. Day's over. I'm done. Meanwhile, the 10-year-olds work until two o'clock straight through, stressing out, pulling her hair out. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I'm not... Um, yeah, they're trying to get creative with ways to, I do find that like, they're like, okay, like here's, you know, today, nine o'clock meeting, 10 o'clock meeting, 1145, 145, 215. I'm like, geez, guys got more meetings than I have. And I hear them, I hear them down there. And, um, you know, like when they log off of a meeting, every kid screams goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Like, yeah, it's oh, like chaos. God. Like every time you're going to talk to these people again in an hour, dude. It's insane. You know what though? That's, I guess that, I guess that's their new, like, that's the new reality exposure, right? Yeah. Bye. Hey, Jim. My son does the same thing. Like, so he's always the first guy on and I watched one morning and as they pop on, right. So they all pop up on the screen. It's like, hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Bob. Yeah. Hi, Cinder. Hi, like everybody. And he's waving like this. You know, he's got, he's, he's waving like it, like his life depends on it. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you like the social director? He's like, that's my friend, Bob. I'm like, dude, all right. He's like, yep, I see him. I'm going to see him again at one. Wow. I'm like, bro. He but, wants to hey, be socialized. He wants, he wants to hang out. He's like, I can't wait to go to school Thursday. Does he love going in the days he goes? Oh, they love it. Yeah. Oh, so he's on the same cohort. Bradley goes on Thursdays too. Yeah, and for those, so like this, because we are an international podcast, in the Northeast, the kids aren't going to school full time. Depending on your last name, you go to school either Monday, Tuesday, or you go either Thursday, Friday, and Wednesday, everybody stays home, and including the teachers. And I guess they clean the school or whatever they do. What they do, they they kill all the COVID that's all in the hallways and stuff, so that the Thursday, Friday kids are safe. Um, so you're, yeah, you're, you're Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get the carry last night. The the Wilson Wilson, yeah, yeah. So there. So so you guys are Thursday, Friday too, which actually I think works pretty well because you get basically like a three day weekend. You know what I mean? Because you get the Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I mean, they gotta do the cohorting on Monday, but it's kinda like do they re I mean it's they wake up leisurely, yeah, you know. Put it this way, we get up an hour we get up a half hour later in the our house on Mondays than we do on Fridays because no one has to be anywhere 
right away. So it's more leisurely, like get up, have breakfast. Like I'm not like, brush your teeth, put your shoes on. The bus is coming in six minutes. You yeah. know, there's none of that, which I like having that, that more leisurely pace early uh, in the week. Um, did you get them all set for picture day? Yeah, we did picture day. It was over. It's happened already. No, I know it happened, but like, oh. so I almost forgot about it. Then I, I didn't forget about it. And then I remembered that he, he had an, you know, we picked out an outfit and the night before I'm like, all right, dude. So, you know, just, I want you to practice your smile, you know, so say cheese. And he goes, but I'm like, buddy, <laughs> Here bro, we go. come on, really? Here we go. I was like, no, really, how are you going to smile? And he, you know, he sticks his tongue out or he rolls his eyes or he does like the head banging, like he's Beavis and Butthead. And I'm like, dude, you cannot do that. I got to send these to your grandparents. All yeah, right. These are Christmas now, presents. All right. Now, one, two, three, cheese. And he goes, one, two, three, butt face. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, can you please just smile? So it'll be very interesting to see how these photos come back. Yeah. I got a haircut. I got Bradley a haircut the night before. Uh, and then we picked out like a plaid shirt or whatever, you know, and put his little gel in his hair and, uh, then just hope for the best and you never know what you're going to get. Nope. And, um, I'm not super confident. <laughs> <laughs> I got the preschool pictures back and they came out great. Uh, which was amazing because anytime I say smile to my three-year-old, she does not smile. She makes a face or puts her hands up in front of her and closes one eye and smiles and, so somehow the photographer in preschool got like a perfect genuine smile out of her. I don't have as much confidence that that happened at the first grade level at all. Well, perhaps the professional photographers are better than you at getting the best out of your child for a photo. That's probably true. Yeah. I'm like, Come you, on. Got a, you got a camera phone stuck in their face like 17 times a day. Do something cute. Yeah, Do yeah, something right, cute. Yeah. I'm yelling I gotta at take them. a picture. Yep. I got to send something yeah, to your no. grandma. Yeah. Do you, um, you know, you were talking about the work podcast thing. Yeah, I got it. I was having a conversation with an analyst that I've never met only via zoom or phone, you know, and I was telling her about how I kind of like flipped my shit uh, at work one day and, you know, giving her this whole, you know, lowdown about a, a, a mutual client that we both deal with and how I kind of went off. And she goes, you know, I just can't ever see you being rude or short or losing a temper <laughs> or even having a temper. She said, you're, you're so well-spoken. And you're so well-reasoned and typically, you know, you're very organized when I talk to you and like in our meetings and all of our interactions and emails, like I just can't, I would never have, I don't, I almost don't believe it. And so I said, well, thank you. It does take, you know, it, you know, I know I am very well, extremely, extremely professional at all times uh, in my demeanor. And I would like to uh, commend you for noticing that. And thank you very much. I'm going to now hit end call uh, so I can laugh. Yeah. So then I started thinking about it. I was like, how many people that you work with actually really like, like, is there like a work persona? And then there's like a, like a you persona and like this veil that you kind of have in between where like, you know, you walk in the door and you're like, okay, hello, how are you today? And then you walk out and you're like, ah, yeah. First of all, well-reasoned is not a word I would use if I was describing you to somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. Dave, <laughs> Dave's yeah. Super well-reasoned, very low key. Yeah, easygoing. I mean, I, you're professional and, you know, you're well-spoken and I'd say organized even just, but it's not organized because you're like nerd organized. It's more like um, organized because of uh, like uh, more like manic anxiety organized. <laughs> it's not like organized efficiency. It's organized because I'm nuts if I don't get organized. Um, so yes, I think there's two. I'm pretty sure she did actually use the word easygoing. And when she said that, I, never. so I got off the phone, I'm like, Hey, 
We're going to have a, a full office meeting in my office in about five, everybody. I just want to go over some things real quick. And I, I said, can everybody describe me in one sentence? Nobody said easygoing, well-received. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. I think people have the different, uh, I think people have like their work persona and their, I wonder if mine is like close or like, I mean, I'm certainly a lot more sarcastic and, uh, meaner outside of work than in work, but I think I'm pretty much the same person, but I think you, you know, you gotta, you know, you're putting on a tie every day. You can't be, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I, when, you know, just from working in radio, we were all crazy. And so we were all ourselves, but I feel like now that I'm in, and it's not a very professional environment when you're working in radio. So I feel like, imagine you got, Hey, come on down. We're going to give away, uh, you know, the, the, the yeah. prize bin today. Yeah. Free beer tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that I probably now work for, you know, a more professional operation than I have in the past. However, we're all remote. So it's not like I see, you know, I see my coworkers twice a year and this year only once. Um, so they only know me from this video chats and emails and you know, listening to the podcast. Well, stuff, I must be doing but. something right. Cause I got at least one analyst fool that I am extremely low key laid back. Just well, that's wanna, hysterical. Just want to think through the problem and come up with a solution. You know, I don't uh, think basically that might not be your work persona. That might just be the way that you want people to perceive you. <laughs> like, cause my, my wife tells a story. I think she, this was almost, this might've been in her wedding vows, which is when she was, a, be, wanted to become an intern at the radio station. And I was in charge of the internship program. And she tells the story of getting the phone call from me and picturing like a low key laid back California dude, chill guy, and then she comes to the station for an interview and I'm wearing like a sport coat with like gold buttons and I got my giant nose and my big glasses and I'm all like super like, you know, uptight and everything. So she's like, on the phone, I thought you were like California surfer guy. And I was like, well, that is so A, not me and never been me. But maybe like from a professional standpoint, if I'm just meeting somebody for the first time. I'm like trying to be easy breezy, even though I am not easy breezy. Sorry to disappoint you. Would you like to get married? <laughs> so to do it on Friday night. Yeah. Right. Want to go out? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't. I, it's funny because I kind of feel like, like I really would like to be that guy. Like I'd like to be like the, you know, if you watch the movie and you got like the cool, calm, collected at all times CEO, you know, but I, I tend to be a little more Sam Kinison and yeah. a little less. That guy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Ah! Yeah. But yeah. whatever, I got one person full. So I got that going for him. But I was thinking about from your perspective, when you're dealing with some of the, especially the stuff when you got like a group of people from all different backgrounds, how do you keep the sarcasm in check? Oh, it's so hard. I usually text uh, someone else on the call behind everyone else's back that I know gets my sarcasm. So like I have a coworker who like probably gets, she like understands maybe like, because I, I you know, like, over the year and a half, like I've kind of like felt her out, like, okay, she clearly thinks this is ridiculous or whatever. Right. So you find that person you can connect with. And then like during company calls, I'll be like slacking that person. Like, can you believe what that person just said? Or that's ridiculous or making sarcastic comments and knowing that they're not offended by it. You got to find that like person because it's very hard for me out loud to not be like, dude, really? Did you just dude? 
It's not hard to mute your microphone on a Google Hangout. My kid knows how to do it. Hit mute. No one needs to hear your dog barking or you eating, uh, you know, honey nut Cheerio bowl <laughs> during the call. Like, so I, oh. I, I will mock that person behind their back to someone I work with who maybe has a better, doesn't know the real me, but has a slightly clearer picture. Yeah, right. No, you definitely have to mock that. You got to find that. You have that person at work, I'm sure, who's like. Well, my office is basically an island of misfit toys. So everyone is that person at my job. It is basically a nine to from the sun up till sundown roast fest. Like you can't make any, you can't do anything stupid at my office because the rest of the day you will be just murdered for it, (laughs) which quite honestly, I kind of enjoy it. I don't mind it. And it fits right into my little, uh, yeah, right. I, uh, my world. So it works well, but the people from the outside don't know, like that analyst has no idea. She just thinks yeah. you're easy breezy, Mr. Professional yeah. Dave Stalvey hanging in there. Well reasoned Dave Stalvey. Little does she know while I'm on the phone with her, I'm getting like uh nerf footballs thrown at my head, like at a million miles an hour, like every two seconds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like dodging nerf balls while yeah. I'm trying to have a conversation about, you know, uh, $90,000 contract or something. That's lo- fun times. I'm looking at the shows that are on the CW. Oh, do we don't have to do this? Oh my God, dude. There's like a woman. Not, I mean, I don't currently watch it. The outpost There's like a woman with a sword. The 100. It's like flying monkeys. Oh, like. have you not seen the 100? <laughs> That's a great. I want, listen, listen, don't laugh. Oh my God. People are going to get the You've wrong. You've really idea. seen the 100? Let me click on I watched, see what it's it. It's on Netflix. It's about is. a group of teenagers from outer space. Like they come back to earth after a nuclear, uh, uh, war. Yeah. And they're trying to see if it's safe for them to re-inhabit the, uh, planet earth. Just stop it. You didn't, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, kind of like the Avengers. It's kind of cool. Wow. That's insane. I don't think I watch any show on the CW. You got too you got too much reality t- television in your queue to catch up on. Oh, that's not true. We are watching Jane the Virgin. Oh, that's the worst. On Netflix. It's not the worst. That's it's cute. It's pretty bad. That whole the whole Yeah, no. I watched like two episodes and I was not. You think the, uh, you think a mock telenovela is worse than people went to space? because of a nuclear holocaust and they came back and tried to repopulate. You think that's worse than that? At least Jane the Virgin could happen is a story about humans. Eh, I don't know. Ever I'm not like the, the modern day like sitcom or like she like I got to have the fantasy like realm because I can't deal I'm like that's so stupid. She'd never be able to have that condo with that amount of money from that job. <laughs> like I I just I just tear it apart while I'm watching the like the the modern she stuff, have a condo. Know? She lives in the hotel that Raph owns. So he, the baby daddy owns the hotel that she lives in. She lived with her parents before that. Eh, never happened. Jeez. I don't know. Guy man. owns a hotel. And let me guess. It just happens to be a hotel on a beach where there's never any issues. And there's never a hurricane scare. Well, and sure, they're in Miami. Any. They're in the Marbella. It's right on the water in Miami. The puke. Uh, dude, that's so here's way, our, that's your shows on the, are way worse than Jane, the Virgin. Listen, I think we need to put a Twitter poll up because I think our listeners are going to say that Vampire Diaries is in fact a better show than Jane the Virgin. No way. Vampire. Yeah. If a bunch of 14 year old girls vote on it, then they will for sure. I don't think that's our demographic, according to Anchor. Definitely not our demographic. (laughs) Our demographic is like 32 to 45 men. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely definitely leaning men for sure. So here's what we got to do, though. I'm going to put you in charge of contacting Don Bartlett Murphy. 
Who? Oh, Don. Okay. Yep. Yep. And we're going to have her on the next Zoom somehow, some way. What are we talking we'll about? Bring her in, or we'll bring her in for a segment. Well, we can discuss number one, a turducken, because I guarantee you she knows what a turducken is. Yeah, I'll 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 send her a tweet, uh, and talk to her about it on Twitter, and then we'll parlay that into a. Uh, I have another I have another friend of mine who said she could uh, she'd be interested in coming on as well as a guest segment, uh, business owner out of Tampa, Florida. So. Uh, <laughs> Cass style. If you need uh, any of your, uh, it takes your old wardrobe, turns it into a new wardrobe, but she has a lot of uh, opinions as well. Does she have a um, uh, Southern accent? No, no. Matter of fact, she lived in New York, I think for quite a while. So we're moving into the guest realm. I also, you know who should have, we're going to have guests on. We should have coach Chris on. Coach Chris. And uh, let's talk about the disorganization of youth sports. I can't even, but you know what? Off the air, I have to tell you about the current dilemma that I'm still in with MYBSOB. That's still going on. Still going on. I'm like nine <laughs> emails deep waiting for my envelope in the mail. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. we need to have coach Chris on too, to talk about some of that. That would be, yeah, that would be, that would be good episodes. And All right. This is a good part stopping about that point. is, is those people, uh, their friends listen. And then before you know it, we triple our listenership to uh, 17 or 18. Oh, sweet. Let's do it. And maybe we can get one extra listener in like Iceland, you know, really expand our international yeah. boundary. I think it's Iceland, not Iceland. <laughs> Listen, son, it's ice and land. It's ice land, okay? <laughs> New Orleans. You know what? It's goddamn Carol Baskin's fault. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, so f- let's wrap it up for episode eight, Matthew. Is this the music? Is this the right music? I think that is the closed music. Hey, and you hit the right button this time. Good job. Yeah, no problem. Well, this has been fun. All right, folks. It's been fun. We'll see you guys. Uh, I guess we'll see you when we see you. 